Today our text for our message is taken from our gospel reading from Matthew chapter 2. I'm going to read verse 11 again. It says, On coming to the house, they, the Magi, saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and they worshipped him. And then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their own country by another route. If you bow your heads with me in prayer. Father in heaven, we see in Scripture today the wonderful work of your hands. Magi who came to worship your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. And how Herod's jealousy causes Jerusalem, all Jerusalem, to be disturbed. And yet your work of salvation went on so that your kingdom came into this world and your will was done. Today we marvel at the detail of your work through the gifts that the Magi gave to proclaim who your son was and why he came into this world. Today we ask that you would work among us so that we might see your work work in our lives, work in our situations, so that we too might worship you and trust in you every detail of our life, even those that are beyond our comprehension. We ask and pray this all in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ and all God's people said, Amen. Amen. Grace and mercy and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. During this new year of 2024, we're going to talk about families, and the theme that we're going to use is that your family matters. Your family matters. As Babs mentioned, families look different. Sometimes there's one person in a family, sometimes there's two, sometimes there's three or four or six or eight. Sometimes it's mom and dad, sometimes it's mom and grandma, sometimes it's dad and aunt and uncles. But the point is, is that every family is important to God. Every family is important to God. We read in the Bible passage of 1 John chapter 3, how great is the love the Father has lavished on us that we should be called children of God. Because that is what we are. We are children of God. And because we're children of God, we matter to God. You matter to God. I matter to God. Today we're also celebrating Epiphany. And I I think how, I don't know about you, but how quickly Christmas went by for me. Pastor Scott and I were talking earlier this morning. We had one Sunday of Christmas. Two weeks ago it was Christmas Eve. Then we had one Sunday of Christmas. Then we had New Year's Eve. That was at Sunday and Christmas. And now we're in Epiphany. And this season of Christmas goes by so fast. But the... The, the name or the word epiphany means a new realization, a new discovery. And what we realize is talked about in our epistle lesson for today. There was a, a mystery that covered the promised Messiah for such a long time. And the mystery was revealed when Christ came into the world. That he came not just for people who were Jewish, but he came for all people. 
And we see that with the coming of the Magi, that they were allowed to come into his presence and offer the Christ child their gifts. And all of this takes us back to the promise that God had given to Abraham back in Genesis chapter 12 when he said, all people, all nations, all families will be blessed through you. A promise through Abraham fulfilled in Jesus Christ. And so Jesus, the infant king, invites us, every person, every family, to come into his presence and receive his good gifts. And so today, we're going to look at the gifts that were given by the Magi and recognize that each gift that was given was significant. It was significant because it tells us who Jesus is and why he came into the world. And so the theme for today's message is, it's all in the gift. It's all in the gift. Again, Matthew 2, verse 11. On coming to the house, they, the Magi, saw the child with his mother, and they bowed down and worshipped him. And then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh. I can't help but think that just after this, King Herod, after the Magi went home by another route, King Herod was furious, so angry that he wanted to destroy all of the children two years old and younger. And I can't help but think that these gifts that the Magi had given to the baby Jesus and to Mary and Joseph may have enabled them to survive the days and weeks it took to get to Egypt so that they could live. But each of these gifts were of great value. But the greatest gift of all was the gift of the Christ child, Jesus himself. But we are going to take a moment and look at the other gifts given, again, as they point us to Jesus and who he is. The first gift that was given was the gift of gold. Anyone here know how much gold is going for today? Over $2,000 an ounce. So if you have a pound of gold... $2,000 times 16, over $32,000 for a pound of gold. It's a lot of money. It's a lot lot of money today, but it was a lot of money in Jesus' day as well. In the Middle East, the people who had gold were royalty, people who were kings and queens. They were the only ones who could afford it. I think back to those who were Pharaoh in Egypt, King Tut. How many coffins was he buried in? He was buried in three coffins. The first two were made out of wood overlaid with gold. The last one was made of solid gold. 243 pounds of solid gold. All of these can be found in the Grand Museum of Egypt today. In Persia, King Cyrus the Great, that's talked about in the Old Testament, when they found his, the place that he was buried, his mausoleum, they found inside of that burial place a golden couch and a golden coffin. And he was buried in the coffin. Gold has always been very expensive, always been the currency of kings. And so it was with Jesus. When the Magi gave him a gift, 
they were identifying him as a king. If you're familiar with the song, We Three Kings, this is verse 2. Born a king on Bethlehem plain, gold I bring to crown him again. King forever, ceasing never, over us all to reign. A king. Just as Isaiah had promised 700 years earlier when he spoke these words. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And the government will be upon his shoulder and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and rule and peace, there will be no end upon the throne of David and over his kingdom to order it and establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward and forevermore. Gold, a gift given to a king. Jesus, our king. The second gift was from the Magi was the gift of frankincense. Frankincense was also very rare, and it gave a, it was made from an expensive uh, oil, and frankincense was made from a plant that is central to the Middle East. Some of it is in northeastern Africa. There are some places across the Middle East where this tree can be found. It's called the Boswella tree, also known as the frankincense tree. But even today, people use its oil. It's used on their skin in aromatherapy. It's used in fragrances of soap and lotion and perfumes. In Old Testament times, the gift of frankincense was only given to God. It was only given to God. So we read in Exodus chapter 30. Take fragrant spices, gum, resin, anica, and galbanum and pure frankincense, all in equal amounts, and make a fragrant blend of incense, the work of a perfumer. It is to be salted and pure and sacred. They would take this incense and they would put it in the holy place in the tabernacle or in the temple. And as the priest would go in and burn the incense, uh, the smoke of the incense would arise, it would fill the room, and it would remind them that just as the smoke would arise, so did the prayers of God's people. But God went on to say to Moses, Do not make any incense with this formula for yourselves. Consider it holy to the Lord. Whoever makes any like it to enjoy its fragrance must be cut off from his people. This gift was only given to God. How the Magi knew that this child was God, we don't know. But they gave him a gift only given to God, recognizing his presence among them. And so it was in the third verse of the song, We Three Kings. It says this, Frankincense to offer have, frankincense to offer have I, incense owns a deity nigh, prayer and praising all men raising, worship him God on high. So the Magi came to worship Jesus, God in the flesh, giving him this gift of frankincense. And the third gift that was offered was the gift of myrrh. 
an interesting gift. An interesting gift. Gold points us to the fact that Jesus was king. Frankincense points us to God as, as Jesus as one who was God. Myrrh reminds us of Jesus as our Savior. It reminds us that Jesus is our Savior. Let me explain. In Hebrews chapter 7, we're told this, that Jesus lives forever and he has a permanent priesthood. Therefore, he is able to save completely those who come to God through him because he always lives to intercede for them. Such a high priest meets our need, one who is holy, blameless, pure, set apart from sinners, exalted above the heavens. He was sacrificed for their sin once for all when he offered himself. You might ask, okay, how does this relate to myrrh? (laughs) It does in this way. Myrrh was the fragrance that was put in anointing oil when priests were anointed to serve God's people. By By this gift, they were identifying Jesus as a high priest. And not only was Jesus a high priest, but he was also a sacrifice. And where was he sacrificed? On the cross. The place where he gave his life for you and me so that our sins would be forgiven, our sins would be washed away, and we could be drawn close into the presence of God as his family and as his children. For thousands of years, myrrh was also used for anointing those who had died. And so it happened to Jesus. When Jesus died, Pilate gave permission to Joseph and Nicodemus to take Jesus' body and bury it. They took 75 pounds of perfumed ointment and made, made from myrrh and aloes, and following the burial custom of the day, they wrapped Jesus' body with the spices in the long sheets of linen cloth. And so in verse 4 of the song, We Three Kings, It says, myrrh is mine, its bitter perfume, breathes a life of gathering gloom, sorrowing, sighing, bleeding, dying, sealed in a stone-cold tomb. It's interesting that frankincense needs to be burned to give off its aroma, but myrrh needs to be beaten and crushed in order to give off its fragrance just as it was with our Lord, who was beaten and crushed for us so that our sins would be forgiven. The gift of gold given to a king, the gift of frankincense given to God, the gift of myrrh given to anoint our high priest, and the sacrifice that he made, placed on his body until he would rise from the dead. These were the gifts that seemed so unusual for a child. But they were the gifts that were given to Jesus Christ, each one with meaning and purpose to tell us who Jesus is and why he came into the world. I began the service by mentioning that your family matters. 
and it's because of Jesus Christ, who is the greatest gift of all, who is given by God the Father for you and for me so that we might become a part of the family of God. God's gift to you on this Epiphany Day. And so we say, Happy Epiphany. As you receive that gift of God and enjoy the blessings that come from His life. And to that all God's people can say, Amen. Now may the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, for you are our rock and our redeemer. Amen.